On our journey to interacting with the world around us, we are bound to encounter limitations of different forms, from adversity, traumatic experiences, and failures, all of which can lead to negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that could prevent us from reaching our full potential. On the self-transformation journey with Reed, we will be sharing insights that would spur a positive transformation on your beliefs and behaviors, enabling you to overcome any potential limitations and steering you towards a fulfilled life. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Self-Transformation Journey podcast. I'm your host, Reed Wongbalagade, also known as Reed. On this episode, we'll be discussing self-esteem, building true self-esteem. And um, I have an amazing guest speaker in the house, in person of Jimmy Tewe. I call him JT. Thank you for joining, JT. Pleasure is mine. Jimmy Tewe is a well-recognized voice in the personal development, career, and business advisory space in Nigeria. He's the CEO of the Jimmy Tewe Company, an organizational learning and capability enhancement company based in Atlanta, Georgia. He's a strong voice in the thought leadership space in Nigeria and has graced several platforms within and outside Nigeria, helping his clients achieve exponential results in their careers and businesses. So, I mean, um, the topic for today is um, self-esteem. And um, I know that, you know, self-esteem is that value that people get to place on themselves. And throughout the course of our lives, we we encounter dwindling self-esteem. Sometimes it is low, sometimes it is high. And, you know, just um, so the whole concept of this um, episode would see how we can build true self-esteem and just you know diving right into it jt how would you help us define the concept of self-esteem all right thank you Ridwan, for um, having me on this uh, podcast today um very simply um when i talk about self-esteem i kind of like just look at the word self-esteem and the word esteem comes for me um the word estimate. That's what comes to my mind. Mm. And uh, when you talk about an estimate, so it's basically the way you estimate yourself. All right. And uh, what that means in essence is this, that somebody is given a, an opportunity to do a self-assessment and then they say, oh, well, compared to maybe others and all that, I am at this level. And usually your self-esteem, like I said, your self-estimate is the foundation for your self-confidence mm. and it's actually not the... the foundation for your self-expression. So the lower your self-esteem, the lower your self-estimate, the lower your self-expression, the higher your self-esteem, the higher your self-confidence, and the higher your self-expression in life tends to be. So that really and truly is a simple summary of what I understand it to be. Oh, thank you, JT. Um, you know, from what you said now, you're saying that, um, you know, Low, um, the self-esteem is the estimate we get to place on ourselves and um, yes. by virtue of that low self-esteem you know leads to low, low self-confidence low self-respection yeah. right and um, yeah. so I think that would just make us dive into the next question which is you know why do people suffer from low self-esteem right because you see people today they are happy tomorrow they are not happy is there something they are estimating their sense of self to is there something that is um, fecal or fleeting that they are attaching their, their you know, estimate to in that, in that sense? So why do people suffer from low self-esteem? I think fundamentally, um, as human beings, there's a desire in each of us to feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel admired. And so 
The tendency is that people unconsciously observe others around them and they tend to notice the people that are the popular people, all right? And then, of course, that accentuates the gifts of those people, the abilities of those people. And then when they look at those abilities compared to themselves, they feel like, I don't measure up to that. So maybe, for example, a woman is beautiful and then another woman sees her and sees, oh, the reason why they like her is because she's beautiful and so she's a 10, but I'm a 3. And so already, that inner conversation has lowered her self-esteem. It will affect her behavior outside with other people, knowing that she's a 3, even though that's not true. But it came a lot from our observation of what is commonly accepted of others, you know, outside. So I grew up with a lot of low self-esteem mm. and it was several things you know so today it's easy for me to talk about it mm. but it was a few things first and foremost one of the quick ones was that i wasn't from a rich family mm. and so i noticed in school unconsciously that those who came from the rich family tended to be in a clique i would have loved to be a part of right you get my point yeah but i couldn't be in that clique and so in my mind i reduced my estimate personally mm. because the thing about self-estimate is that it's you that does the calculation right <laughs> And it's so terrible because you you you, you mark yourself down. Right. Do you get my point? Right. So the problem many times is that you you look at what makes people like somebody else, and that is their own unique gifting, that is their own uniqueness. Mm. And you discount your own uniqueness. Now, the truth about it is that Ridwan's uniqueness will be different from Jimmy's own. Right. There are spaces that you would be in and people will like you. But the truth is that there are spaces I will be in and people will like me. So right. when Real, the low self-esteem is driven from living life from the outside in rather mm. from the inside out. Mm. Right? Mm. It's living life in comparing yourself with others rather than appreciating what you have, who you are, and then finding how there can be of benefit to those on the outside of you. Mm, mm, deep you know you said um, low self-esteem is simply you know living from the outside in more like you know you're letting that external validation um guide how you estimate yourself and from what you said now one thing i've realized right you know through through my own you know self-esteem journey as well because i feel like nobody's born with that perfect self-esteem in this society that yes. we are in today right and i feel like yeah. you know low self-esteem comes from different angles the way i've seen it and from the books i've read i feel like there are sources of um, low self-esteem for people and that is how yeah. you attach your sense of self to that thing so what i realized is many people attach their sense of self to material things so like the example you give about being rich so if i have money i estimate myself well i'm doing well yeah if exactly. i have a car <laughs> i'm doing well if i have a great job uh, yeah, yeah, so really, well, yeah, go ahead, Jutin. Let me add this. Yeah. Sorry for cutting. No, definitely. This. this is the reason why in society people do anything to get money. I agree. <laughs> people <laughs> will do anything to get because many people, to be very honest, have very low self-esteem. I agree. Definitely. The more mature and healthy society, the the metrics of comparison are mm. not fickle things. Mm. But particularly in Africa where there's a lot of deprivation, mm. you will find out that a lot of people so somebody all of a sudden will do anything to make money once he has access to dollars, even if he has to steal it I agree. and has a million dollars. All of a sudden it feels, you know, there's a story that came to my mind and I'm, I'm sure you probably can relate with it. Yeah. When I was much younger, I remember this particular time, I probably was in 
maybe it was in secondary school and my, my father had gone to America. He came back and bought me these really nice sneakers, backpack, wow. you know, a water bottle or something like that. And then, you know, I got a new school uniform. I don't know about you, but when that happens to you, the night before you resume school, you don't sleep well. <laughs> At all. You will be waking up in the middle of the night. Why? Because, ah, why is this night so long? Exactly. You know yeah. Those things are dead to your consciousness of esteem. Right. The problem is that they are temporal. Mm. That's the problem that is that they can, I mean, I could get to school and find somebody that has a better pair of sneakers than I do. And then I start estimating myself. So, a lot of people take their esteem from external things. Mm. I live mm. in America, and one of the things I've been said about the African Americans is that they buy luxury products more than those that create it. Right. right. And a lot of it foundationally is because of a lack of self esteem. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And you know, what you said right now, when I even look at it on a deeper level, right, I realize that um, low self esteem is foundationally comes from the societal construct of um, yes. what the what the right thing should be or what the society should look like and from the yes. different sources that you mentioned now you know the money the cars good job those are the metrics that the society you know has set for you so when you have that you are worthy when you don't have that nobody cares about you they don't care about the substance that you bring which goes back to yeah. what i said it's outside in and people exactly. will do everything to attach or enhance their sense of self by saying, yes. oh, I have iPhone 11. So you don't even know how to use exactly. iPhone 11. But when I have it, so what happens in that moment is you are letting people decide what your esteem yeah. should be, what your esti- the estimate of yourself should be. Because exactly. if I have iPhone 14 Pro Max, I want JT to see me as, oh, that guy is a big boy, you know. After <laughs> that, because you are the one like directing the course of my life, I'm your puppet. Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm not enough if I'm with, say, maybe um i am um, not a nokia maybe exactly. a nokia new one so you get so what, what i've then realized is that we need to start asking certain questions about us you know about these sources to say that do these things you know induce like a sort of feeling of importance or superiority i mean does the yeah. lack of them because feel inferior to others i mean those are like the fundamental questions that we should start asking and that would lead me to my next question to then say that you know how does comparison validation superiority how does he you know shape the the self-esteem of of the society and maybe the people in it you know how how do these things play these you know key roles yeah i mean those things uh, that you mentioned i believe are the key things that actually you know determine um unfortunately they're not i look let's take comparison for example all right comparison is actually one of the worst tools to use where esteem is concerned. So what I mean, mm. what I mean by that is that if Ridwan drives like a Porsche mm. or a Ferrari, and I drive a Toyota, in my mind, Ridwan is a greater person than I am. Right. That's comparison. Mm. All right. Um, but the fact about it is this: that you know, um, what has been found is that a lot of times, I think the fundamental thing is that everybody needs to know that everybody will always have something different from you that makes them look like they're more than you i agree so if you are going into the comparison game you have lost from the onset right the mm. real premise for esteem should be from inner awareness mm. all right mm. so what i mean by that so you know i, I mentioned how i used to have okay i was from a family that was not rich 
Not only that, I was not handsome. Let me put it that way, all right? I'm going to handsome. I'm seeing fine you pictures. Know <laughs> yeah, handsome. <laughs> you know, so, no, no, no. You got to check out my old pictures. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, you see that this person is a finer person than you. Hmm. You're almost like, God, why, why did you do this to me? Exactly. You know, why, you know, I mean, maybe the shape of your nose, the shape <laughs> of your head. You know, and in those times, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money, so we didn't look as good as we should look right now. Mm. You know, and you, you know, those are the things. Then academically, I wasn't doing too well. Mm. Uh, my my siblings, I have three siblings, were all, you know, the A A class. You know, first, second, and third, maybe up to fifth. I would come twenty nine out of forty. Mm. So I felt like I wasn't intelligent, right. even for my primary school. I was conscious that. I was not intelligent. Right. I wasn't true. Right. Because intelligence is not only academic. Right. Intelligence, every human being is intelligent, but in different domains. Right. All right. Howard Gardner has um, a theory of multi-intelligences. Um, and one of the things he says is that there are different types of intelligences. Right. So, for example, um, there's spatial intelligence. So, people that have and into architecture, mm. into drawing, right. construction, it is it is innate. And so if they know that, oh, wow, well, I might not be that great when it comes to further maths or, you know, I mean, you should know basic arithmetic and all that, but, you know, engineering, design, I, I won't do too well in those things. I would even do well in maybe like fashion and all that. Right. But look at it, people know me today for my auditory capacity, my ability to be able to put words together and communication information right. in a way that is compelling. Mm. That is my strength. Right. So it took me decades to identify my intelligence. But the moment I knew my intelligence, no matter anybody's intelligence I come across on the outside, I still feel confident mm. because I know my intelligence will still be needed at some point in time. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Very deep. And I feel like, you know, these things are, uh, uh, you know, things to ponder on and, you know, you just hit the nail on the head. So for for me, right, I feel like I've, I've had my own fair share of, you know, maybe low self-esteem. And you know, the funny thing, JT, is many people don't realize that they have low self-esteem because, True. yeah, they don't know. And you see, even the top people that you imagine that, oh, yes, you know, they are high class, they are this low self-esteem does not even discriminate that's the funny thing and people mask it up they mask it up and you can always see through them but what i've just come to realize is you don't judge people because oh you feel like they are because they don't even know it and it's a societal construct and like you said it starts with that inner self-awareness i feel like once you're able to be self-aware to know what you're attaching your sense of worth how you estimate yourself once you understand that you know attachment you're you are free and yeah. you know it's not to say that oh it's not for you to say you know you will not honor another person's intelligence mm-hmm. but you are you are enough within yourself and you don't exactly. need to compare you don't need validation you don't need to do so much to enhance your sense of self god has created us to be enough already you know so exactly. I, I feel like that's the understanding i've had and i i sort of like stopped um f- stopped finding myself in the material things like before now like you like the example you gave i feel like oh i want to buy this you know 
um the Air Jordans, I want to buy this iPhone, I want to <laughs> do this. So you know, everything I wanted to do was coming from a place of I I want to just impress, you know, to be yes. like that bad guy, you know. And yes. you know, it, it's because something is inadequate within yourself because you are not embracing exactly. yourself, you know, that enoughness within yourself, you're not embracing it. But the moment I realized that no, that's not you, you should focus on yourself. What are the things yeah. that you like? What are the things that you're passionate about? You can't win that game of comparing or seeking validation. It will True. never be enough. And I also feel like it's the ego in us that is talking that you need more to become mm-hmm. more. You know, you're already enough. So, you know, I I, I I get that. And for for me, it has really helped when I shifted my perspective to not attaching my sense of self to difficult things, to the work. So those things don't define me anymore. I can exactly. have a phone. I just honor them. I use them. I have Air Jordans. I honor them. I use them. When they go away, I don't feel bad or feel like, oh, I'm not enough and and, and that, you know. So the, the mm. next part would then be looking at all these dynamics, the comparison, the validation, feeling superior and the likes as a source of, you know, self-esteem for people. How do we build true self-esteem? Okay, well, let me start from the foundation. The family unit is actually where the foundation of esteem should come. There's something you mentioned just now. You said, I am enough. Right. Most children grow up without anybody telling them that they are enough. Oh, right. Yes. And so foundationally, people become aware that I have a gap in my life. It's not a real gap, but it's just a perceived gap because nobody's giving them that internal validation in-house. Right. I watched, uh, my wife and I, we sit to watch movies from time to time. And this week, I, she watches a lot of Bollywood movies. And there's a particular one with an adapt- adaptation of Forrest Gump, you know. And I heard that there's actually some real Forrest Gump somewhere. It's an old movie um, by Tom, I can't remember his name now. Tom Hanks. Um, Tom Hanks, exactly, yeah. But this guy, who's a well-known Indian, did this adaptation. And I noticed the same trend. A lot of people who, at the early stages, their parents, in spite of their disabilities, told them that they were enough. Maybe that way or many other ways. Many mm. of them were able to overcome many limiting, um, I mean, realities around them. Right. Do you get my point? Right. So the foundation actually should be the family. Those that are meant to love and care for you, them being the one approving of you. Right. I find out that whenever that is missing, already foundationally, the person is going to have a struggle later in life. That's what they will tell you, for example, and I say, Father, make sure you tell your daughter you love her. Right. Make sure you tell your daughter she's beautiful. Because if you don't, somebody else will tell her outside. True. Do you get my point? True. It's as simple as that. Now, but most of those have grown where now, you know, whatever age we are right now and all those kind of things. And there are still things we can do where that is concerned. The first thing is, I think that the skill of, um, I think there's, there's, a, there's a gap in our education. Mm. Our education... Um, if you know, if you look at a zygote or, you know, when, when there's um, conception right. um, between the sperm and whatever, yeah. um, and the baby begins to grow, one of the first organs that grows is the heart mm. before the brain, actually. Wow. And the reason why is because every other organ requires the functionality of the heart before they come up. Mm. Now, our educational system is brain-focused, wow. not heart-focused. As this thing I'm saying is that it seems very fickle, but I'm very convinced about it that most people don't know how to, they have not mastered their heart. Right. Their heart, for example, has a voice, we call it the inner voice. A lot of low self-esteem calls from people telling themselves, I am not fine. 
I am not intelligent. Where did they get those things from? True. Who is speaking? They are the ones speaking. So mm. until you get to a point, it's called awareness, you mm. know, consciousness. Some people call it consciousness. Yeah. And it's an internal job. Every for me, until I began to say to myself, I might not be the best in the class, but one of the best. The moment I accepted it, my grades changed. Wow. For me, I didn't grow up in wealth. But until I began to accept the fact that I am rich also. In fact, a lot of what I do right now is correcting foundational mindsets mm. for people in different spheres. Mm. And like I said, you'll be shocked about what people are struggling with on the inside. So I mentioned that story about the heart and the, and the brain. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know. They, they've not mastered the heart. Right. They've not mastered their inner consciousness. And that inner consciousness is what makes you see who you are, what you have, and appreciate it, number one. Then also recognize that other people too have what they have right. and appreciate that. So you move from comparison to being inspired by other people's success. Right. You don't want to try to get ahead of others. You want to get ahead with others. Right. Drinking my point. Right. So it's a totally different mindset. And so number one, I ask people to, and that's why whenever I do my training or whatever, I try to get people to introspect our, our culture, uh, the life where our lifestyle doesn't give us enough time to stop to pause to think and reflect True. on the inside. The first thing. So whenever I do a session with people and tell them, I said, oh, you know, I mean, you have shown this size, looks like low, low self-esteem. Where do you think it came from? We chase many of those things to when they are much younger. When we want to start doing the work, first thing I want to do is, what is good about you? Mm. Help them to see that. Mm. Help them to see the... I remember my wife, this is about 18 years ago. I asked her one day, she was my girlfriend, and I said to her, I said, what do you think is good about me? She says, well, I don't know too much yet, but one thing I know is that when you start talking, everybody pays attention to you. <laughs> and as simple as that, that thing I've not forgotten today, 18 years after. Wow. And that is actually the ability that has been given, the intelligence given to me mm. that others were. So I, I like to start with that. What is your intelligence? What are your cognitive abilities like we say it in Africa, follow come. Mm. They came with you. Automatic. They are, <laughs> yes, they are, the, they are the things God has given to you to mm. give you a competitive advantage in spite of other people's uniqueness. Right. It starts from that. The second thing I ask people to do is I re realize is people need to work on positive relationships. You will be shocked because you see, comparison is usually bred through relationships. What I mean by that is that True. you have this innocent young boy you know, just wants to do his own thing. And then someone comes and says, do you know that Ridwan's shoe is finer than your own? Yeah. I mean, this is the primary school. You get my point. Yes. I mean, the conversation could have been, wow, Ridwan's shoes, his Nike's Air Force Ones are really nice. So um, a lot of us foundationally don't have healthy relationships and it affects our esteem. It makes us have pity parties and we're trying to get ahead of the other person. Right. So I try to also evaluate their relationships from their close relationships to their social relationships and all that when we are able to do that when a person moves from a place where they not only appreciate their own abilities they appreciate the ability of others then right. they begin to have healthy relationships right right the other thing i tell people to do is this that they have to learn to be kind to themselves you know a lot of us i don't maybe not a lot of us but for me I, I I grew up in a way, and you know, it was, I realized looking back, it was a coping system 
that I grew up where I could sacrifice for everybody but myself. Mm. Yes. Mm. I could sacrifice for everybody but myself. And this is the problem. Whenever you feel used, you will feel like your esteem is reduced. Oh, wow. You so have to make time for yourself. You have to celebrate yourself. You have to recognize and say to yourself, like I said back then, I might not be the best in the class, but I'm one of the best in the class. Definitely. Be kind. A lot of people are not kind in their inner voice to themselves. Mm. A lot of people hurt themselves and say negative things to themselves. So it starts from the inside. Right. I tell them also that, listen to me. The truth about it is, is that it's a consciousness that there's a race of life ahead of me. So when you get on the express, everybody's going to their own home, wherever home is for them. So that somebody is ahead of you and passes you faster and all that should mm. not be the reason why you want to pass them faster. You might miss the way home. Definitely. The essence of life is to become everything that God has ordained for you to be. And in that journey, mm. you will find others on their journey also mm. where you can help them, help them, where you can celebrate them, celebrate them, receive, you know, uh, uh, people complimenting you, right. but keep on your own journey. Definitely. I'm not trying to, oh, Rudolph has a podcast now. No, I'm not going to do a podcast for him. Let me do my own. Mm. It doesn't work. Definitely. You know, so these are the things that some simple things of course there are a lot more things that one can do from coaching sometimes some people have deep issues that have to do a bit of therapy mm. and all that yeah you know um, but largely these are the general things that i would advise well thank you very much i mean you said one profound point that sort of like captured everything which is like the root cause that you know some of these things are you know um foundational going back to the upbringing you know yeah. um, like the example around the shoe you gave and i realized that when i look back and maybe through my own therapy journey i realized that maybe my friends subconsciously because they didn't know as well because different people were growing up from different families and you get to realize that maybe due to the childhood trauma leading to generational trauma it to make people repeat cycles and exactly. then they will project these inadequacies to you Yes. you know in your yes. school in different classes yes. and then you grew up like that with your low self-esteem with the trauma everything like that so you know i feel like once we can get to the root cause and be able to create awareness about you know positive self-talk positive relationships most importantly the parents saying kind words to their children you don't and largely in this especially maybe this our yoruba set parents to them when they are scolding their 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 children saying bad things yeah. is a way of you know I've, I've i've given her i've given him a hot take you know she will she will change mm -hmm. but you don't realize that you're already building their uh, um self-esteem you know negatively from that young age because that is where they get to form their sense of self it is still very fragile when you get to adulthood yeah. it's pretty much formed they are just sort of exactly. like maintaining and that is where maybe therapy coaching and the likes would come in so it's really important that you know we we at times you might read self-help books. You might try to, you know, um, listen to this podcast, which would nudge you in the right direction. But it's also important to seek help, you know, get that third-party look to coach you, go for therapy. Because there are other things that are, that are even battering our self-esteem that I've realized that we don't even know until we get mm. to that foundation, you know, that, that yes. you know, maybe childhood trauma or that family issue that we had. And um, today, I, I see a lot of people, you know, beautiful faces, but you can just tell that they, they and they are really high achievers, JT. And mm. I'm like, mm. but they're achieving things to 
to to feel like to, exactly to complete to feel good because the more they achieve the more they feel good about themselves but in reality they can get to 40 50 and they've achieved so much and they're still not happy because it exactly. has always be outside in no inside out yeah. and maybe yes. you know they were not even doing things they were passionate about and you know i've seen different things like that and even with our friends everybody will come oh who is up to what what are you up to who is doing what exactly. i mean since we graduated what are you even up to? because the society has given us the metric so you know and like you said it's 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 a journey it's your own yeah. journey your own gift that god has given you there is no way you want to say you want to compete with a jt with a read one just yeah. do your thing and embrace it and i feel like it also comes with self-acceptance that contentment knowing that you are enough within yourself and you don't have to do too much to you know to do that so i mean wrapping it all up now moving from you know low self-esteem the sources of, of low self-esteem the comparison validation and how we can build you know the the true self-esteem and you know before i go to the final part i would also say another thing to add to what jt said is to take like an audit of our life right and look at the different parts of it and see how we have built our you know self-esteem around those sources maybe it's your job try yes. to check and see that you know do you feel like you are doing this your job to make yourself feel like you are superior than another person to build like to enhance your sense of self so it comes with that awareness do you feel like you know you are resentful or angry you know and somehow diminished in your sense of self once when someone else has more than you do or when you lose like a prized possession you might then start to check maybe those are like your source of attachment and that is how you sort of like build your sense of self so once you have that awareness you're able to understand that okay maybe i need to check my job why am i doing this and then you start to ask questions why am i doing this and when you start to ask the question you're you're able to break away from that attachment and you're able to you know know that you are enough believe more in yourself so i think lastly how you know doing all these things what would be the impact of building true self-esteem what would be the benefits and um, wrapping it all up together as we go along you know in uh, on on our life journey how because i know that some things would happen that would be like external factors that we might not be able to control that would want to you know make our self-esteem dwindle between i and low so how do we maintain that consistency to know that i am enough i am building a true self-esteem i think that's what i love to call it choose not even i or low self-esteem because if i'm saying my self-esteem is high something can trigger you and it becomes low but how do you build true self-esteem that is not fickle but it is constant yes. throughout your life journey i think i think a lot of it stems from a perspective to life um, I teach that generally that there are three three approaches to life mm. that I generally see that people have. The lowest level is survival. The second level is competition. The third level is significance. Mm. And um, of course, survival is running life from the negative. You know, feeling disadvantaged, feeling like there's scarcity, and because of that, there's a tendency to be selfish mm. and not create a healthy community. Let me say this to you. One of the major benefits of uh, where people have good self-esteem is a healthy community. That's mm. true about it. Mm. Because people become interdependent and not competitive. Mm. So they are leveraging what they have to bring to the table, not stealing tables from one another. Right. Do you get my point? Right. So that's the fundamental thing. And that's where I believe that God has created us, that we're meant to be interdependent. We're meant to recognize 
that each one of us is made unique each one of us has value each one of us is relevant each one of us has this you know you you can't find anyone like you reality across across the world right so it's it starts from there i i think that that's that and if we have that we'll have better families better institutions you know better communities better nations ultimately and all that and um to 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 just end it i would say basically that to build this um i think that we need to start there are two things we can do one is curative the other is preventive okay to be preventive means that we probably have to raise our children when i say raise our children as a family unit right. and as an educational system right we have to raise them differently even the people raising because you cannot give somebody what you don't have if teacher does no self-esteem you transfer it i agree i agree <laughs> do you get my point yeah so and a lot of people are suffering because it's just you're a fool you will not go to amount to anything good many of them are echoing what they told them hmm. Hmm. and they're doing it on a wholesale, wholesale. so if we, if we don't have better teachers we're going to have faulty students i agree at the end of the day do you get my point so imagine let's just imagine if in spite of all that has happened in nigeria all the years all our teachers have been telling us you guys you are the best thing that has happened you guys in spite of anything going on around you, there's a capacity inside of you to do well in life. Do mm-hmm. good to your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do you think Nigeria will be where it is? That's a be? big change in perspective. It will go a I'm long way. You, a long it'll way. It will go a long way. So that is the preventive. The curative is we have to live with the reality of what we have right now. A lot of people are, you know, have low self-esteem and wear nice suits to cover it and all that. Definitely. And so, um, unfortunately, people will not acknowledge they have low self-esteem until they're in a crisis situation mm-hmm. all right so what i try to do is try to maximize the crisis situations and try to guide people around so that people come to me for coaching for counseling and all those kind of things and i try to help them and many not just myself many people many different ways i like what you're doing somebody will listen to this podcast and make an adjustment because of that mm-hmm. you get my point yeah? right so right, that's how it actually you know that's how it actually works yeah Thank you so, so much. This has been really insightful. It feels like a mini therapy. I know maybe listening back, I will be jotting things down because, you know, it's a journey at the end of the day. Thank you for joining in, JT. And um, we can follow JT on Instagram, on all social media platform at Jimmy Tewe. And um, for insightful engagements, he has um, fantastic insights that he gets to share week in, week out. And um, please feel free to like, um, subscribe to the Self Transformation Journey podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the Self Transport. Thank you so much, JT, for joining. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Till we meet again. Peace and love. Bye.